You're listening to Nonprofit Confidential, episode number 58. Welcome back to Nonprofit Confidential. I'm your host, Sheila Nimishakavi. Well, guys, it's almost the end of another week, and coronavirus has shown no signs of slowing down. I think it's safe to say that all of us want this to end, for someone to find a cure or a vaccine or something to slow the spread of coronavirus down so we can go back to life as we knew it. And no one probably feels this way quite as strongly as our frontline staff. Unfortunately, child abuse, domestic violence, hunger, homelessness, and of course, healthcare does not take a pause just because of a pandemic. In fact, the roles these staff play in the lives of those they serve is probably amplified right now. I want to start by just saying to every single person on the front lines, Thank you for all you are doing to keep our communities safe and healthy, and I'm sure your entire community is just so grateful to have you. I really think that when people look back at this time and reflect upon this pandemic, the role of those on the front lines, from healthcare workers to social workers to the volunteers who are out driving and delivering meals each day, you will all go down in history as the heroes of this time. I truly can't thank you enough. So it's Thursday, which means today's episode is a nonprofit boss network episode. I know that a lot of people are talking about remote work right now, but so many nonprofits have essential staff that are out there continuing to do their work. So today I want to talk about what bosses can do to ensure that frontline staff are taken care of during this crazy time. I have three tips that I'd like to offer. My first tip hopefully goes without saying, but do everything you can to help your frontline staff feel safe, supported, and prepared. For those on the front lines, there's such an acute fear of catching the virus and infecting their families. I think it's incumbent upon organizations and leadership to do everything in its power to help alleviate these fears. Moreover, If your frontline staff get sick and need to be isolated, the services that they provide can't run. So it's truly in everyone's best interest to minimize spread as much as possible. So what does that look like? To start with, first determine how much risk is truly necessary. Are there ways to deliver your service that minimize exposure to potentially contagious individuals? For instance, if your nonprofit is delivering meals, can you leave the food in front of the door instead of knocking on the door and talking to participants? Can you call ahead of time so they know that you're outside? Now, I know this is a really simple example, and the problems many nonprofits are facing right now are much more complex, but the idea still applies. Now is the time to get really creative with how you deliver service. I think your staff will feel better knowing that the risk they're being asked to take is absolutely necessary and that leadership has considered all alternatives before sending them out there. Now, I'm sure that you have explored ways to minimize risk for your staff, but have you conveyed that message to your team? 
let them know all the options you considered so that they're aware and trust that you are really taking this seriously. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're putting yourself at risk and all of the options haven't even been weighed. Along the same lines, seek feedback from frontline staff about ways that they believe you can all minimize risk. Since they're the ones who are out there each day, they may see things a little bit differently and can offer potential solutions. In fact, I would even argue that a creative solution is more likely to come from frontline staff because they're out there every day and have firsthand experience, not theoretical information. Even just the simple act of asking frontline staff to search for ways that they can deliver service differently in a way that minimizes contact shows that you're open to exploring these options and truly are prioritizing their health. Another way to alleviate the fear your staff may be feeling is, of course, to ensure that all of your frontline staff have an adequate supply of equipment such as masks, hand sanitizer, disinfecting wipes, and gloves. I know a lot of this is in short supply all over the world, so this is not an easy task, but I would argue that it is your most important task to find these supplies or similar supplies that provide the same protection. I know a lot of donors and makers are contributing homemade masks, sanitizers, and other protective equipment, so if you're not already on the list to receive those supplies, see if you can get on the list or work within your own community of donors to get those supplies. Another way to alleviate the fear your staff may be feeling is to check in with your frontline staff regularly, maybe even every day. Ask them if they have enough protective equipment. Did they stumble upon a new way to reduce risk? Did they feel safe and supported by your nonprofit? What do they need from you to feel supported? Communication is key when emotions are as high as they are right now. Your staff really needs to know that you are doing everything in your power to support them. Communication can also include sharing helpful information that you find. So, for instance, a lot of frontline staff are worried about not only catching coronavirus, but then also infecting their families. So, if you find a great article on steps that frontline staff can take to minimize the risk of spreading coronavirus within their own homes, pass it along to them. It shows that you're thinking about them and acknowledge the risk that they're taking. Just make sure that any information that you pass along is evidence-based and not just an anecdotal piece found on the internet. Finally, you also want to have a game plan they can follow if they are in a situation where they don't feel safe. So, for instance, maybe your staff has to do a home visit, but they see that the person they're going to check on is coughing and looks feverish. What are the exact steps they should follow? Should they call an ambulance or check in with you first? Lay it all out in a very step-by-step fashion so that your staff are very clear on how to handle it. So even though your frontline staff have to go out and are at more risk than those of us who are able to work from home, there are steps you can take to not only minimize risk, but also alleviate their fears and show that you're doing everything you can to support them. My second tip for supporting frontline staff is to offer mental health benefits. It's possible that your healthcare benefits already include mental health benefits, but I want to specifically talk about mental health. 
So I mentioned that a lot of frontline workers have this acute fear of catching coronavirus. And this fear of catching it actually has a name. It's been termed pre-traumatic stress disorder within some circles. It's kind of this anticipation of getting infected because we know this virus is passed from person to person. So the more people you are exposed to or interact with, the greater your chances of catching it. As frontline staff are exposed to participants each day, they may feel this pre-traumatic stress. So really encourage your staff to not only take care of their physical health, but their mental health as well. So can you provide benefits to help your frontline staff cope with the stress? For instance, could you pay for a meditation app or a therapy app? A lot of these applications are offering free services or discounts right now, so it's possible you just need to sign up. Most importantly, reach out to your staff and ask them how they are doing. Ask them if they would like these benefits or if there are other options they would prefer. Ask them what they need to be able to not only bring their best selves to work each day, but also to feel healthy and mentally prepared to take on each day. What each person needs may look different. Some people might just want some guided meditations. Others may need a coach or a therapist to talk to. Some staff may prefer taking part in online classes like journaling or mindfulness. Still others may feel best when they can just work out, so perhaps you can pay for virtual training. Self-care looks different for every person. So as part of this process, you'll want to talk to each staff member individually and figure out what they need. Or perhaps another avenue would be to set a budget for how much you can afford to spend on benefits and add that on to each frontline staff member's paycheck so they can figure out what works best for them and will have the funds to be able to pay for those services. Okay, my third tip is to engage your remote staff to help. Your staff who are working from home no doubt feel so grateful that they are able to work from home during this pandemic. Being cooped up indoors has its downsides, but because there are people like your frontline staff who are out there every day, we get to stay safe inside. That being said, there is a sense of guilt and helplessness that accompanies this gratitude. I know I feel this way. My husband is a physician, and every day he's going into the hospital to treat patients, many of whom are suspected to have coronavirus, and some are confirmed. I know he and the rest of his team are putting themselves at risk. Meanwhile, I'm just at home feeling like I can't do anything to help him. So it's possible that your remote staff feel the same way. Their coworkers and friends are out there each day, and as grateful as they are, they may also feel that twinge of guilt. What has been helpful for me has just been focusing on what I can do, which is obviously stay inside, so social distancing. For my husband, I have also been cooking his favorite healthy meals, so he doesn't have to think about what's for dinner every night. And finally, I let him control the TV remote. So when he gets home after a crazy long day, he can watch whatever he wants without trying to negotiate what to watch with me. Let's be honest, once this is all over, I'm going back to watching my own shows in the evening and ordering takeout. But for now, it's a small thing I feel like I can do to show my appreciation. 
Now, I'm telling you all of this because there are small ways that your that your remote staff can show their appreciation for your frontline staff. For instance, can they prepare care packages for frontline staff? Maybe they can put together meals or snacks once a week so that your frontline staff don't have to worry about food when they get home from a long day. With many of us at home and leaving only for emergencies and essential outings, maybe remote staff can offer up their supplies like hand sanitizer, gloves, and disinfectant wipes. Those of us at home can just wash our hands, and if we aren't venturing out, we don't really need bottles and bottles of disinfectant. Moreover, how can remote staff offer moral support? Maybe they can send some text messages with inspirational quotes or expressions of gratitude. I think more than anything, frontline staff need to know that their entire team supports them and truly appreciates the work they are doing. Finally, how can everyone make sure to offer frontline staff recognition and show public appreciation for their work? Make sure you tell your entire community about the work they are doing and make sure that organization leadership personally reaches out to each staff member and expresses their appreciation. While donors, your community, board members, remote staff, and leadership may not be able to be out there in the trenches with your frontline staff, they can all express their gratitude and recognize the amazing work they are all doing on the front lines. These are just a few of the ideas I have for supporting frontline workers during this crisis. I'm sure there are plenty of other ideas, and I'm sure you are all doing what you can to support them right now. So if you aren't a part of the Nonprofit Confidential private Facebook group, join for free today and let me know how you've been supporting frontline staff. I'd love to hear your ideas and what's been working for your nonprofit. To join, you can simply visit thirdsuite.com or search for Nonprofit Confidential in Facebook groups. I really hope we can continue this important conversation within our Facebook group and come up with even more ways to support frontline staff right now. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'll talk to you soon.